Welcome to the Business Focus Podcast. Before we start, can we ask one thing? 74% of you that watch this channel frequently do not subscribe. If you've enjoyed our videos, please could you do me a favor and hit the subscribe button? It helps this channel more than you know, and the bigger the channel gets, the bigger the learning gets. Welcome to the Business Focus Podcast. Jonathan Herbs is the host of the Business Focus Podcast. He is a strategic advisor, coach, and mentor to entrepreneurial business owners, CEOs, and senior executives. In this podcast, he chats with entrepreneurs, founders, and CEOs of scaling companies. It centers around their entrepreneurial journey so far and their aspirations for their companies. And I have to say, it's really interesting. I've never spoken to someone with, I think it's 175,000 followers on LinkedIn. <laughs> um, I, which, it, it's a little bit more. It's about 195. It's a, congratulations, Ms. Fabulous. <laughs> and it just shows, you know, where, where, where you are from a um, respect perspective of, of your thoughts. So I'm really looking forward to our conversation. I'm, I'm looking forward to chatting too. Super. So listen, can we start with what do you do? What does Brandmates do? And how long have you been doing it for? I am co-founder and CEO of a company called Brainmates. We're a product management professional services firm. We help organisations lift their product management capability, transform their product practice essentially, so that they can deliver products and services that their customers love. And I have been doing it, um, I've been working at Brainmates, I started Brainmates about 18 years ago, uh, just shy of 18 years but I've been in product management since the year 2000, so close to 22 years, a very long time. And in that time, gosh, nobody understood the word product management. Um, They're still trying to grapple with it and grapple with the idea of having a product management function, but we've seen tremendous change in the industry and community over the last 20 years. So who would you describe as your, your core customer? Uh, Our core buyer would be a product leader who is looking to make some changes in their product team. They want to train, upskill their product managers. They want to change the way that they essentially practice product management and they want to deliver better, more targeted products and services to their customers so that they can maintain scale growth or kick off the next phase of growth. We are industry agnostic. A lot of our clients are enterprise-based customers. So you're looking at companies like um, Commonwealth Bank of Australia, um, Lendlease, uh, FPOS, Cuscal. Um, those are some of the snippets of our, uh, of our clients. We are getting interest from startup scale-ups who understand or seen the results of how good product management impacts um, their ability to deliver services and products to their customers. Um, And so some of those folks are reaching out to us to help us, to help them coach their product managers in their business. Uh, and so it's it's a coaching. You don't um, provide a do it a done for you. No, it's more it's more it's more than that. Um, it's a combination. So we do work for companies. So we actually go into organisations and take on that role of product manager until such time that they can hire full time product managers. 
Um, in combination, we teach. So we teach them how to do it as we show them the way when we're doing it ourselves. Um, if we're not doing it, we're coaching people how to do it. We put people in classrooms, whether it's digital or face-to-face, to teach them um, a repeatable product management framework. And we actually also transform organisations because very often organisations, you know, bubble up, grow, scale, um, and without a lot of focus on product. And we try and uh, we go into organisations to bring that focus back on product. And that involves a lot of change management, transformation work. Yeah, I call it the values of death. You know, uh, you, know you can literally predict um, when a company is going to hit, you know, growth, plateau, values of death. And it's it, that, product's, uh, that um, product innovation, getting the SOPs, checklists, everything in place is, is one of the critical um, growth stages in, in the company that I, I coach. So. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Um, you know, most people do product work. A lot of them don't realise they're doing product work because a lot of companies do offer a product and service to um, to the market. And it's really about being more mindful of the way they do it, um, being, uh, I guess, formalising the process so we understand clear lines of res- roles and responsibilities and a better way of doing it. You know, most, um, more often than not, people simply hope for the best. They put out a product in market, keep their fingers crossed and hope that someone buys it. And if it doesn't, well, then they might not have been successful, but that's a really expensive lesson to learn. Hopefully, when we put in better product management practices, we do a lot of that due diligence, that customer discovery work up from the opportunity assessment before delving into kind of solution mode. Yeah, it's interesting. About 25 years ago, I worked as an executive for both Combank and then Len Lease. Right? So <laughs> I, I wish we'd had you around at the time. Ah. The joys. So, you know, look, we've all been through the pandemic. Um, what are some of the things, changes you made during the pandemic that you've kept in the business going forward? Well, a few things, um, and it will always be with us now. I think we've kind of learned to li- to enjoy it, really. The first thing that we did um, was to turn our, our face-to-face training business and our face-to-face consulting business into a remote real-time offering. So now we, you know, instead of coming into our class, into our office, into our classrooms, we do it via Zoom and we use Miro. It's super, like you wouldn't believe it, but it's super interactive for um, yep. for um, folks to participate in real time. They go into rooms and they design products. They, you know, design the value propositions. So we turned all our face-to-face um, services into a, a remote real time so that we could continue to deliver, you know, continue to be a business. And in those days, you know, in 2020, it was pretty scary and dire. Um, Our folks as well moved from the office. So we used to be, um, you know, uh, an in-person business, but we now work remotely. Um, We still have an office and people get together and collaborate, but a lot of our thinking um, work is done at home. Um, we also had a very strong focus on, you know, like any small business, really about cash flow, um, and that's uh, we we kept track of that really um, closely during the pandemic, and that has stayed with us as well. And actually, it's 
it's good moving into the future when, you know, the macroeconomic conditions are quite unknown, um, not quite sure how inflation will impact our business. And, you know, we're seeing a lot of redundancies at the moment in the tech se- sector. Um, but having that focus on good cash management will be something that will always, you know, have our finger on the pulse on. You can see with my cash management, I've got no hair. <laughs> Super, but not, you know, it's it's those little things. Uh, you know, very, like, in 2020, we had this whole strategy around extend the runway. I mean, we were lucky. We, we you know, we were a solid business, so we had cash to keep us going. But for us in the first kind of 12 months, it was all about extending our runway. We had a hashtag around that and the strategy and it's all around, okay, so how do we extend our runway to such a time when we can start to replan again in this new in this new world? You know, it's interesting your, um, your comment about um, Zoom and Miro. For those people who don't know what Miro is, it's sort of like a, an interactive electronic whiteboard, I suppose. Oh, it's brilliant. It's, I love it. Multiple people can, can work on it at any one time. Yeah, I'm actually with a, a client team tomorrow and, and um, tomorrow and um, Thursday. Um, this uh, the, the, uh, my client has been a client since March 2000. I have never met them. I meet them for the first time tomorrow. Wow, that's and, and we've been we've been yeah, they've grown the company from well, uh, my client's grown the company from eight to close to fifty staff. Um, into the US, US and UK in that period of time. Yeah. And there we've never met. It's going to be um, it's going to be quite interesting to actually sit down. I, I love that. I love that. And you know, I'm such a face-to-face person. I thrive on people's energy. Um, and so that kind of change in the way that we do business has certainly probably affected me most. But yeah. I'm learning, I'm learning to deal with it. That's good. But you know, we can get get together again now. So Yes. Um, so what's the future look like and what, what do you see as the main challenges going forward? Oh, the future is extremely bright. We, during the pandemic, we grew our business by 150% um, by turning it, like the first year was absolutely scary. Um, once we extended our runway and started to replan, uh, we have seen tremendous growth um, and um, very excited about our future. It's about making sure for us, we're purpose-driven, vision-driven. Uh, we want to make product management the focus of every organization. To us, it is the engine of growth. Um, and we want every organization to do well in it. And so we're scaling our business to be able to support that narrative. And look, uh, for anybody watching, um, brainmates.com.au, um, looking at the um, the, the uh, product design um, tem- template, et cetera, in there, it's really worth going to have a look. So your .com.au, is it, do you have an international focus coming forward? Uh, yes. So we have several arms to uh, our overall business. BrainMates is just the professional um, services arm. We have an events business called Leading the Product as well. Um, we run uh, conferences in 2019. We ran a conference for a thousand people, but in 2020, 21, 22, we've been so like we repurposed, redesigned, I guess, our face-to-face conference into a digital conference, super interactive, uh, full of storytelling and voting and great speakers, um, and we've managed to actually maintain our attendees till about you know. 50, uh, I get seven to 800 attendees online. Next year, we're going digital, uh, sorry, hybrid. So um, we're going to do a bit of both, make sure that the people online and 
um, and face-to-face interact in some way. Um, We also have an association of product professionals. So in the midst of all of this, (laughs) we created um, an association for product managers called um, productprofessionals.com. Congratulations. Thanks. We've been busy. We've been busy (laughs) for the last two years. It, look, it's amazing how, like, I'm, I'm like you, I've got busier um, as the as pandemic has gone on. Um, and now coming into, you know, this big talk about recessions and everything else, um, I'm finding I'm bus- busier every day. You know, people yeah. are reaching out because, um, you know, like you, it's it's a whole new world, really. It, it, absolutely. We've got to learn how to navigate the, um, the world differently. I remember sitting down, you know, it was really sad. Uh, 16th of March, all, a lot of our clients called to cancel um, their face-to-face training. We had a pipeline into May. You know, it was massive for us. It was going to be the year. And I remember being so sad when people canceled. But thankfully, thankfully, our fabulous clients said, okay, fine, we'll do, we'll, we'll do our training classes on, online. Um, and so we managed to keep all of them. But I thought to myself, look, if, if, you know, if this is the end, what is it that I'd love to do more of that I haven't had a chance to do? And creating that community, that association of product people was one thing that was still on my list. And so I thought, you know what, let's just do it. Let's just see what happens. And we have. And, you know, that's what this um, this interview series is all about as well. Uh, it's actually the same thought process. Yeah, yeah, right. Biggest learning since you've been a business owner? Uh, biggest learnings. Uh, failure is here to teach you a lesson. Sometimes when there's a dip, failure is here to teach you a lesson. Sometimes when there's a dip, and I've had many a dips, uh, you know, you come out emerging during the process. It's painful. Um, but when you come out of it, you're a better, stronger business as a result. Thank you. Uh, when you think of the word successful, who's the first person that comes to mind? You know, I thought about that and I thought, you know, Mike Cannon-Brooks comes to mind and Mike Cannon-Brooks is the uh, CEO, founder of Atlassian. Um, and the reason why he's successful is because he has the opportunity to use his success to change the world, which is what I'd love to do. Um, The fact that he's, you know, looking at climate change and refocusing his energies and attention after making his millions and billions on something that's really important in society, I think that's what success is all about. Have you um, watched his TEDx talk about imposter syndrome? I certainly have. I was actually in the audience. There we go. It's very hard to believe, though, you know. It's really hard to believe. You're like, I can't see that happening, but I'm sure it has. I think we all suffer from, from it um, in, in some I, I, have, I have no doubt that every CEO suffers from imposter syndrome. Yes. Um, and, but, you know, look, one of my staff um, is now uh, the head of corporate affairs for Sun Cable, which is he and Twiggy Forrest. And, you know, following... Um, challenging Elon, part of the imposter syndrome, um, Elon Musk, um, when they had this, the electricity outages in South Australia a number of years ago because all the power lights fell down, yeah. Yeah. Um, Elon Musk made a comment, I can fix that in 90 days. Um, the uh, Our Prime Minister said, you know, rubbish. Um, uh, Mike Cannon-Brooks um, uh, bet Elon Musk that he couldn't do it. And that was late at night. And the next morning he woke up and he was a renewable um, energy expert in Australia and um, you know, had to spend a month learning this stuff. Yeah. And that's led to extraordinary investments. And, you know, Georgie, my, my, my um, 
Uh, Mark Sutmember, as I said, Sun Cable, uh, which is backed by Mark Kennebooks and, and Twiggy Forest, to provide 20% of the um, uh, electricity to Singapore via renewable energy from the Northern yeah. Territory. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's what we need to see more of, right, us yeah. doing better for the world. And, you know, he lives not far from where I do. I live in Barrel, which is yeah, no, and um, he lives not far from here. And um, one of my mates, um, he, one of his children is in the same class as um, as, my, as my mate's um, son. And Pat organised this dinner down here and um, for the school school class. And the first people to turn up were Mike and his wife. And but Pat, you know, Pat didn't even know Mike kind of books. <laughs> just a normal family. Yeah. Yeah, it's really yeah. interesting. It's good. No, good, good, good choice. Thank you. Pleasure. Um, do you read top three business books, podcasts that you recommend? Uh, yes, I read a lot in product management. Um, and so there are so many wonderful books to read. And I, you know, people who want to learn more about product management, I would recommend um, Inspired by Marty Kagan. I would also pick up um, Stephen Haynes' book, The Product Management Handbook. It's this massive tome, but it really describes product management and how to end-to-end. And I also really like um, Teresa's Discovery Habits book. So there's quite a few. There's tons. There's tons of books that that we can recommend. I'm I'm blurred out, but you can see the bookcases behind me. Yes, (laughs) yes. Any last piece of advice or parting words for an aspiring founder or CEO or, or a current CEO? A current CEO. Um, look, I think being a CEO is a, a, a learning experience. You know, every day I learn how to be a better CEO. Um, don't be too hard on yourself and make sure, like, and I'm really authentic, not authentic, I'm really open and transparent and I share a lot of this and my thinking with my team. And so, you know, last Friday we had an offsite and it was very clear. I said, look, I'm learning to be a CEO. Every day I'm going to be a, something a little bit different because the company grows every day. Um, and so it's the, the learning curve is, you know, ongoing. And I think um, for would-be current CEOs, just be, you don't have to have all the answers. We never do. And if you're okay by admitting that, I think that, you know, that makes your job and life a lot easier. <clears throat> totally agree. Totally agree. Thank you so much. Pleasure. It's my pleasure. I really I really enjoyed it. And as usual, I've learned a number of things. So I really appreciate it. Pleasure. Lovely to meet you too, Jonathan. Cheers. If you were hearing this message, you've listened to the entire episode. And for that, we want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We hope you enjoyed this new episode, and if you did, please leave us a review on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, or wherever you watch slash listen. Please share this episode with others who may be interested in this topic. If you want to be a guest on the podcast, please send an email to admin at scaleupgrowth.co. Put, be a guest in the subject line and tell me a little about yourself. If you want to gauge where your business growth potential is and identify where the biggest opportunities in your business lie or where the key needs that you need to concentrate on right now are, take our assessment where you will receive personalized advice for improvement. It's quick and free. Go to scaleupgrowth.scoreapp.com. If you would like to work with me one-to-one, I love coaching and get the best outcomes that way. Send me an email to jonathan at scaleupgrowth.co and put one-to-one in the heading. Tell me a bit about your business and let's see how we can apply a great strategy for your business. 
So that's it for this week. Tune in next time for more great learnings from a scaling entrepreneur.